right. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. This is Grow How Long Steak, Mr. 17 Minutes. It's <laughs> a big ass steak. It is. Uh, coming to you live from Studio 212 on South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington. I am Bobby Stills. Uh, with me across from me. Yes. Not to my left nor my right, but directly across so I can stare into her eyes. Miss so Low Echo Hawk. Hello. And to her immediate left, we have right. Matt James <laughs> Bitch. Hello, everybody. Now, if uh, you are not familiar with, with him from uh, his bar that he works at, uh, bathtub Gin and Company, uh, then maybe you listen to his podcast here on our the Soundcasting Network. Uh, it's going to be uh, How to Be a Better Drinker yeah. with him and Megan Still Turns. Is. It's been that way. Yeah. It's not going to be, but it is, yeah. <laughs> but this is fun. This is fun. It feels like we're in like one nice little cozy little, little group. It feels like we're plotting something here on one little table here. We really are. It's good. We're all... Yeah. Um... We're going to yes. take over all other podcast networks. All go. other yeah, podcasts. Absolutely. Though. Little little cross promo here, I guess. I wonder if yeah, our fear, fearless leader Keith is going to approve of this. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, Probably. yeah. Shout out, Keith. What's up? Um, yeah, this is episode 10. Yay! We I, made it. We did. Double digits, baby. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to have Matt on this show because his show is about how to be a better drinker, which is a drinking podcast where they speak about... Craft cocktails, history of alcohol and spirits, um, as well as uh, great drinkers uh, throughout history. Yes, yes. Today, when we recorded, we featured um, somebody who made drinking better, Ada Coleman, who was a female bartender. And there, famous, famous female bartender. There's a large bottle of Fernet Bronca staring at me. Yeah, and I think we should uh, do oh, something about shit. that. Oh, shit. All a right. Let's, let's do, a, let's do a, a drink. Um, hello, do you want to uh, tell us about uh, what's going on Altura? While I pour us up a shot. You want a little one? Uh, no, I... I, I <laughs> Pussy. I hate Fernet no, Bronca. Sorry about that pop. I hate... Uh, I hate... Uh, a little cough. Uh, All right, tell us about Altura while I pour us up a shot. Um, it's going okay. Um, you know, it's kind of the usual. I'm just keeping my head down and trying to do my job best I can. Um, so... There's that. Um... Nothing no, new? Nothing, nothing new to new, report? Nothing new. No. So that's well, that's that, Altura. Well, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a real that interesting. Nice stuff. Matt, now, you've been to Altura, right? Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, they do a great job. Um, no, it, it, it's one of the premier. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, Megan. Megan's in, the, Megan's in the house, too. She's chilling on the floor eating That's my chips. co-host. Yeah. That's my co-host. That is. Uh, but, We're just having a great old time in no, the studio today. Altura is one of the... Best restaurants in Seattle. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Mad props. Yes. Uh, honey Hole? Yeah, I don't really want to talk about Honey Hole. Uh, cheers, guys. <laughs> cheers. Welcome to the podcast. Cheers. Thank you for having My water. Me. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about Honey Hole. Uh, it's going good. Thought I was going to get fired again for some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm still kind of upset about it. Uh, I thought I, I thought I was I thought I was a place that you could uh, you know stretch your wings and have fun and try to help people learn and grow and be better. Apparently, some people are pretty petty, and uh, 
You know, they got they got to find something wrong. That's Nobody's perfect. That's this industry, man. I know. There's always going to be something to be pissed off about. And everybody you know. knows. Everybody knows that in this industry. The grass is yeah. always greener on the other side. Always. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's still cool. I mean, I still like it. But it's just uh, I'm trying to – I'm just not fucking around no more. I'm just there to, you know, yeah. keep my head down, slice some bread and – Make some sandos. Slice that meat. Okay. Give uh, them checks. Before we get into the meat and bones, uh, meat and potatoes, uh, if you okay. will, of this podcast, we're going to learn a little bit more about Matt's uh, history in the industry. Uh, Matt, tell us a little bit about your uh, history in, within the restaurant industry. Okay. So I've worked in restaurants um, in, let's see. First restaurant I worked at was the Hillsdale College Snack Bar in Hillsdale, Michigan. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh. Let me let me yeah. give you a congratulations first, and let me shout out one particular asshole who was supposed to be a guest on this show. Oh. What's Brandon's last name? I have no idea. He's I, th- I believe he's one of the lead servers up at Tavern Law. You can go and oh, yell right. at him. Very, very, very. Se- he's got sexy buns. Oh, he's a sexy man. I got a great. He is sto- really sexy. Let me get. Let me give a good story about him real quick. Okay. He he is the one. The reason why I believe uh, Linda Dershang changed the. Dress code at Odd Fellows. I believe uh, so. <laughs> because he, he, all employees in the front of the house had to wear uh, their shorts or skirts down to at least their knee because this gentleman wore short shorts. <laughs> he was wearing some hot pants. Yeah, oh, some short shorts were his pockets were down past the bottom oh, of man. his. Oh. But anyway, hey, he's what, an asshole. He was supposed to be our guest. One time when I was at, uh, it was during Pride. We were at the doing brunch at the uh, Broadway Grill. R.I.P. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Interesting. For but we went to the uh, Broadway Grill, and our busboy had assless chaps on. That's so, what's up. You know, nice. I, I don't know if that was. Uh, you know that's not the worst. for all you all you listeners around the world or in the uh, other states of these united ones. Uh, <laughs> that's how we roll in Seattle. Assless chaps for brunch. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, just I don't better. know if that's sanitary <laughs> or not. Bus, bus boys with buns. But, I, yeah. just, I just don't know how sanitary that is. Uh, right? Well, it, it was pride. I don't know. So anyway, I want to congratulate you and thank you for being our first uh, front of the house front of the house guest. Well, thank you so much for com- for having me. I mean, I've been wanting to have somebody yeah. on here and I've been wanting to really lay into somebody in the front of the house, but cool. I can't. No, lay you, you can lay into no. me. No, you're on. No, no, you're, you're the so first great. You're a team, you're a team we've, member. We've, we've known been, each yeah. other. Robbie and I have known each other for about, we're going on eight, six years now. Seven? Yeah, we've uh, we've had it out before, but we love each other. But you respect, you know, you respect, you respect back of the house. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so you guys work as hard as I do. Thank you. Thank you. We try. I don't know if anybody works Definitely. as hard as you, sir. No, I've seen you work the bar, and it's Fuck, pretty intense. Dude. Yeah, this dude's a great, world world renowned. I'm going to say yeah. world renowned bartender. Not world renowned. All right, all right. So yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt We're you. There. Have a bad yeah. habit. So continue along with your. Um, no, but uh, oh, yeah. So Hillsdale College Snack Bar, I was a short order uh, line cook and also a server there. Represent. Um, lived in Nantucket. I, I've made over a thousand gallons of ice cream in Dang. my life. Skills. Um, at the Nantucket Juice Bar out in uh, Nantucket. I have uh, worked at I worked at a couple of restaurants out there. I worked at the 
Mariposa in Park City, Utah, which used to have some clout, and uh, I don't know how much it does now. Uh, the Royal Street Cafe there in Deer Valley Resort. I've Shout out Utah. Word, word. <laughs> um, then also around the town here, I've worked at all three of Mar- uh, Maria Hines's uh, restaurants. She's a James Beard Award-winning chef. Yes, she Shout is. out Maria Hines. She's awesome. Yeah. I've worked at big corporate restaurants. I've worked at really small places, but uh, I love to eat, too, and I <laughs> like the industry. I've been in the industry for, you know, tw- what, 12 years, 13 years? Yeah, man. Man, I'm getting old. A great bartender, man. You know your food, too. And, and and this guy this guy does some pretty cool... I've been to a couple of his cocktail classes there. Oh, yeah. No, fun stuff. Very informative. Yeah. And yeah. we get really drunk. <laughs> that's That's... That's you got to try stuff, right? Okay, you, you got to taste the dishes, right? That uh-huh. you're putting out. You got to taste what you're putting out. I have to apologize for one comment I, I made last week, and Matt will think this is funny. I don't know if I told you, but I was taught we were talking about some restaurants that that closed in 2015 and ones that are opening up in 2016, and I mistakenly uh, said that Jason Stratton. Owned uh, Miller's Guild and Crush and uh, Coffee Flower. Uh, Somebody corrected me. I believe I don't have his name up here, but he's one of our listeners from Hawaii. Yes. Aloha. Uh, From the great state of Hawaii. But he called me out, and it's even more embarrassing because I know uh, Jason (laughs) and Nicole Wilson uh, and their their son for many years. Uh, So I'd like to apologize. and And I work for Jason. Uh, sister-in-law yeah. and Nicole's sister. So yeah, shout out Nicole. That's Jason. really embarrassing. Yeah, it's super <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but I, I appreciate that dude calling me out. Uh, obviously, somebody's listening. Uh, anyway, okay, let's get on to it. We are going to be discussing um, the New York Times review of Thomas's Thomas Keller's restaurant in New York per se. Oh, yes, we are. Um, I guess this review came out. I don't know how long ago did the review come out. Last uh, week, a co- yeah. couple weeks ago? Yes. Um, it is by, do you have the name of the reviewer? His name uh, is... Pete Wells. Pete Wells. Shout out Pete Wells. Big Pete. <laughs> <laughs> your man, your man dared to take away two, not one, but two stars away Ooh. from your boy, Chef yeah. Keller. Holy shit. I mean, Thomas <laughs> Keller's like, uh, you know, he's the man. And I, this this review is t- taking nothing away from him. Oh, well, no, no, and I'm sorry, Robbie, but you know how it is in this, and in Hillel, you know as well. People have bad days. If, well, you have bad days sometimes, but also once you get, you know, people start talking about you, start saying really nice things, start lauding on the praise, and you can do no harm, no, no wrong. And hey, maybe, maybe if um, I'm a neophyte uh, diner or drinker, and I'm told by the sommelier uh, per se that my um, that my wine pairs perfectly with this yes. meal. Then I'm like, oh well, I'm wrong. Well, that's not the way service should be done. You should do a little bit more comfortable, more uh, inviting type service. Yeah. So that's what Matt. So Matt, the the this particular reviewer for the New York Times ha- has been to this restaurant numerous times, and uh, it was not for business; it was for pleasure. But he had had this experience. Uh, multiple times. Uh, it wasn't just this an off night, he says, but he went into this restaurant with four guests, paid $3,000. Yes. Um, and this isn't all services included. Um, no tip. Um, tip and tax included. Uh, only thing you're adding on is upcharges for 
Would you like foie with that? <laughs> Would you like truffles with that? Uh, Would you and, like the salad? Yeah, exactly. And are we going to say no? No. Of course, man. Bring it on. Slather that Dude, shit in man. foie. Add it. I want all the truffles. Can you just like <laughs> put truffles with the, just a little bed of truffles and then just a little bit of risotto on top of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. the numerous, uh, I mean, do you want to, do you want to throw out some highlights of the review? I don't want to read this. It's a long review, but it's very, it's just a y'all big, oh, big burn. Oh my gosh, man. He just lays into the restaurant. I just, I kept reading it and I just kept cringing so hard when I was reading it. Um, so he says that um, it's the worst food deal in New York. That's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, you know. How much was the meal? $3,000 for four people. Yeah. Which, I mean, that is like, that's steep. That's a steep yeah. deal. Yeah, I know, but his review, I, I mean, if you, I'm reading it at NewYorkTimes.com is where I read it at. But, it, I mean, you got to read the description of these, of uh, the food. It, it's fucked up. Yeah. I, I would hate to even imagine. What are, where are some of the things in particular? Um, there's a couple of different ones. Let me see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, the kitchen can approve on the bacon-wrapped cylinder of quail simply by not placing it on top of a dismal green pulp of cooked romaine lettuce, crunchy and mushy all at once. They can drain off the gluey, oily liquid. It would have helped a mushroom pot pie from turning into a swampy mess. I don't know what could have saved limp, dispiriting yam dumplings, but it definitely wasn't a lukewarm masutake mushroom bouillon as murky and appealing as bong water. Son, murked, homie. That's still down the gauntlet. How do you talk? I don't know. He's brave. If you're you're charging those prices, you're up to as much criticism. Exactly, and you're you're setting the bar high for yourself, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, this is not an indictment on anybody who works it per se, because it, that is like for years it's been the top of the game, you know. Um, but uh, you, you can't get complacent, you know. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely not. Um. So he says the servers are cold and unaccommodating. <laughs> Um, which is just, you know, it also in the uh, review, it says that when Per Se opened, Thomas Keller hired a ballerina to come in and teach servers how to like move through the guests so that they don't like Gracefully. bump into them and look nice and all sorts of things. So for that to be said, it's just like, ouch. They forgot. I mean, they probably cycled through a couple of different. Some, some staff members mm-hmm. and the, that ballerina probably didn't come back to uh, That's true. teach them that the uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was trying true. to think of, I was trying to sure think not. of a ballet term, but I, <laughs> where's Jane Morgan when you need her? Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he also says that empty wine glasses what? were through the whole courses. See, that's, that's ridiculous. Is like that, is, that, un, is, that is so... Your boy would have been up at the bar immediately going, where the fuck is my wine at? No, that's just that's, how I roll. That's that's ridiculous because, I mean, like I said, you're paying three grand. Even in Manhattan, three grand for four people. Obviously, you're getting the uh, tasty me- menu, but you're paying for some service. Right? Oh, yeah, this is yeah. for a nine-course tasting menu. A nine-course? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. probably with the sommelier pairings and whatnot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, the you can and you're not getting 
the yeah. best service around? Yeah. Right? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm, I want my back rubbed. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't need that. Hand jobs, hand jobs. I just don't need to be pouring my own wine. All right. I'm sorry. That's you don't need to be stopping somebody to ask for more. And so, and so, kept poured. What Mister, what what Matthew James was uh, talking about earlier was that the sommelier had opened up a bottle of red to go with one of the courses and poured it, asked if he liked it. The gentleman at the Pete Wells said, no, I, I don't particularly like this with what well, I think it was lobster. Maybe he was eating. I don't know. And he said, no, this pairs perfect with that right. lobster, which he says that lobster, which is from French Laundry, I believe, and has been yes. cooked in butter, was overcooked and tough. Yeah. Chewy. Yeah. Uh, fuck that. No, that is uh, not so, cool. So what was uh, Keller's rebuttal? Then? Yeah. And so that's that's the review. Uh, yeah. Mr. Thomas Keller, the gentleman and the scholar that he is. Fantastic chef. I've been to a couple of his restaurants. I've been to the French Laundry and I've been to uh, to uh, Bouchon. I don't like you. I want you to leave the oh, studio right now. I tried that's to go to Bouchon when I was in, uh, in Napa or uh, in Vegas. In Vegas. OK. But it was just like. There, oh, that's there was, a zoo. Go to the one in Napa. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's dope. I went there for lunch, and I was it was me and two other people at the bar. Yeah, Matt Matt James is well traveled, and he goes to some fancy restaurants. He does. Well, actually, I was on my way when I was uh, about to spend a month in France. So, uh, God, get out, get yeah. out. Yeah, he'll go and shut him. Okay, right out. So uh, Thomas Keller, he wrote a letter back, and if you have not read it, we will have uh, Miss Hello Echo Hawk. Um, yeah. Read the letter for you. Question mark? <laughs> Miss, Miss, uh, I don't know. That's you got a, That is her name. You got a new, <laughs> yeah, you got a new boyfriend, so I'm uh, no. not spilling the beans to your family or anything no. like that. No, that's God. no. God bless you, hello. You gotta put up with this guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So this is the uh, letter that he wrote back to back to the world. Um, to all of our restaurants in our kitchen and dining rooms, we make every effort to provide you with the best possible experience. We consider it our professional responsibility to ensure that every one of you feels special and cared for. To us, it is imperative that we improve and evolve every day. We continually examine ourselves, our menu, our service, and our standards. Regretfully, there are times when we do not meet those standards. The fact that the New York Times restaurant critic Pete Wells' dining experiences at Per Se did not live up to his expectations and to ours is greatly disappointing to me and to my team. We pride ourselves on maintaining the highest standards, but we make mistakes along the way. We are sorry to let you down. We are not content resting on what we did yesterday. We believe we can do better for ourselves, our profession, and most importantly, our guests. We have the opportunity, the tools, the self-motivation, and the dedication to do so. When we fall short, we work even harder. We are confident that the next time you visit Per Se or any of our other restaurants, our team will deliver a most memorable experience. Thomas Keller, chef proprietor. That's why he's Thomas Keller right there. Yeah. 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 Own up to the mistake and say it's better. I'm just curious as to if, I mean, they have to know who he is, right? I guarantee. When he walks through the front door. Somebody tipped him off. They know who the guy is. They probably have met people in the restaurant industry in New York, know who the guy is. Okay. If if he went in there five years ago, they would have known who he was. But this year, like the times that he came out, what he's talking about, 
I don't. Uh, that's not as professional as uh, you should be. So maybe they didn't know. Maybe yeah. they're not as good as they thought. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I guarantee you that's not. He was not. <laughs> Thomas Keller was not that cordial to his uh, Mater D and GM. Hey, girl, how long sick, Mister? I don't know. Is, is Pete Wells here? <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the fly. Oh man, <laughs> two minutes. Oh man, fry. Don't <laughs> drop those fries. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I'm just I'm trying to think. Put myself in the shoes of one of the sous chefs or one of the line cooks, uh, pastry chefs at that restaurant, and just read this review the next day and how I would feel. And just what yep. kind of butt reaming I'm gonna <sighs> get the next day? So awful. shitty. Yeah. Just the quiet that would go through the kitchen. Yeah, I mean the reactions on Twitter and uh, Facebook and all that stuff about this. We, you know, read some of those, and it, it's brutal. I mean, people can't believe this, but a lot of people are congratulating uh, the New York Times for publishing this because a lot of people are scared to 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 even you know nobody wants to talk bad about the king. You know. Yeah. 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 Somebody's got to take that crown, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to tell him the emperor's not wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. That I don't know. I, I haven't been there. I that haven't was been a there. But on Twitter. I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, complacency. I think it's just a product of complacency. Yeah. yeah. Well, I. Hey, Grill, how long stick, Mister? Is it for uh, New York Times uh, reviewer Peter Wells? It is. Two minutes. Okay. <laughs> better get that out. Yeah, we'll take somebody else's. Yeah. Um, all right. So we were talking about, um, yeah, the review. We we had a technical difficulty. Oh, yeah. man, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were talking about. Stopped recording for about <laughs> 10 minutes. That <laughs> was the technical difficulty. I'm new to this. Yeah. No, I don't like, know what happened. I didn't touch shit. Hey, it's all right. You did not. It's all right. We're going to make it's it all right. happen. But it was uh-huh. the greatest 10 minutes of podcasting history. I it mean, was so good. We could have changed lives. I mean, like angels were singing in the background. It was I so mean, good. We could have changed lives, you guys. I mean, oh, we could have. Too bad I can't remember what we were, fuck we were talking about. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, we were talking about the New York Times review. Now we're talking about uh, Mar- Mario. Yeah, Mar- yeah, 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 yeah. So we uh-huh. went from one one great chef to a lesser known or a lesser a lesser chef, lesser chef. I think uh, he would admit that the ginger croc king. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sat- wielding Tacoma zone, Tacoma zone. Yeah, Tacoma. Mario Batali. You yes. pe- you get piece of shit chef of the week. Right, John Tess. He's, of the he, year. He, I mean, he's he's it's battling true. John Tesser from Dallas for asshole chef of the year. Yeah, I think he wins for different reasons. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we're going to tighten up this section. Uh, Mario Batali uh, has settled a lawsuit with his uh, employees uh, for. $5.25 million for skimming tips from his restaurant help. Dirty. That is not good. Uh, Matt, well, <laughs> while we were talking yes. before, what was the number that uh, we came out with? What's what's each employee getting? Oh, from the uh, from the settlement? Yeah. No, it's uh, 4772 So that $5.25 million is being split up between 1,100 employees. Uh, captains, bussers, servers, bartenders. Um, it's being split up. So basically what happened is, is uh, he was... Pulling all the money and, and, and taking some off the top for his himself. Little greedy little just, greasy ugh, tomato covered hands. That's, that's no good. But I mean, so 
he's got what forty restaurants or something like that. Cheers. Um, cheers. Oh yeah, let's let's cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> no, he's got like forty something restaurants, and uh, I don't know if it was actually him per se. <laughs> but Throwback. it uh, could be somebody you know somebody screwed up who was working for him um, I would say unless he's a moron and he might be I don't know um, he did not go hey you gotta skim tips off the top to make your uh, make your numbers here but I think maybe um, maybe a GM maybe a uh, maybe a kitchen but this is member, a, this is a, not at one restaurant this is all of them well, I understand but but those uh, restaurant managers do hang out every now and then get together you know it's and true. be like Vegas. oh you're not you know bitch we about go, making numbers yeah right? oh yeah and then go hey fuck here's what I did you know and uh, you know they're th- those front of the house guys, those bussers, the the Ecuadorian busser is not gonna, uh, you know, realize right away that you're taking tips away. Yeah. So the, I mean, so. The, the most uh, the one of the most disheartening parts of this story, besides him skimming tips, is that he threatened people who uh, he called he called it a shakedown against him and his company, and he threatened people that. Uh, wanted to join the lawsuit, telling them that uh, only the lawyers are going to make money off of this. You're not going to get anything out of it, and you're going to lose your job. I don't know if Mario Batali personally said this to them, but somebody representing him yeah. or his company told that to some of these One employees. Of the That's very unKeller-esque. But very much so. <laughs> I don't know did, what the fuck that mean. That word means. Definitely did not write a letter <laughs> apologizing. Owning up to it, you know. Yes. But I don't do that very well. Own up um, to things. What? <laughs> what the hell you say? Really? Um, but no, uh, three quarters of the money went to the employees, and then the rest went to the lawyers. So that's not terrible, you know. The original person who filed this was a waitress and a kitchen runner at Babo. Babo? Babo? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, good. <laughs> good on her, man. Good on her. More people in the kitchen industry need to speak up for themselves. Yeah. Uh, I was discussing previously when I wasn't recording that uh, <laughs> I have worked numerous places where I've come in early and not clocked on or I've not been paid for over well. overtime hours. Um, and it's because wait, they've actually you've been clocked on for overtime hours and not been paid for. them. No, they tell you to clock out and get it finished before you leave. OK, so you don't go. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, but, but you guys get screwed over a lot. I mean, just in general. Yeah, well, front of, well yeah. it's it's hard. So the thing about front of the house is that it's hard to find a good server. Uh-huh. A decent, smart, fast, quick on their feet, knows the menu. So if that person's going to complain and shit like that, you're not going to let them go. You're going to pay them their money. Well, mm-hmm. well, the thing about front of the house is not that you don't have to be smart and quick on your feet in the back of the house. Oh, you, no. you do. But you have to be polished and, you know, be presentable to the public. Yeah. At, and Are you saying I'm not presentable, bro? Man, I wouldn't hire you in the front of the house. That's fucked up, man. I am the best of guest <laughs> services. Up a little bit, Jesus, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're good with people. Um, but what I'm saying is, a lot of those people that do have that skill set are not necessarily going to be in the restaurant industry because it's tough. You know, it's tough, and you're you're making decent money, but um, you know, it's tougher than working at a desk or something like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so all of you listening to this podcast that do not work in the industry, uh, just you uh, and never have? 
Yes, I never have. Oh. Then you are dicks. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. No, no, no. This shit goes on all the time. That was a, that was so a, it's nice to see some people band together up against um, a, a, a Goliath. Yeah, absolutely. Band together, a bunch of Davids uh, taking down uh, the Croc King. <laughs> that was a Daniel Tosh joke, by the way. I don't want to be taking credit for every other What Daniel joke. Tosh joke? He goes, hey, who, how many of you out here have never worked in the oh, restaurant yeah, industry? Oh. And then a few people actually start clapping like they're like, hey, yay, I, I've never done it. And he goes, okay, you people are dicks. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what, you, what, you need to work in the restaurant industry yeah. for a year. Daniel Tosh, gay, not gay. I don't care. I mean, dude, I'm just saying, asking. Think he's gay? I don't know. What about you, Hulu? I don't think so. I think he's had a dick or two in his mouth. Put that to bed. All right. <laughs> uh, Mario Batali, you are uh, Chef Dickhead of the Week. Yeah, I'm going to say for the month. All right. Whole, you get a whole month whole yourself, month. you fat ginger. That's a large helping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do something fun uh, to end this podcast before we go to the ingredient of the week. Uh, it is our 10th tenth, tenth episode. Yes, it is. Congratulations to us. I want to thank Ooh. everybody that's listened to all 10 episodes. If you haven't, please go back to uh, on your iTunes and listen to some of the older ones. Um, go back you. on SoundCloud, listen to some of the older ones. Uh, we're only getting better, you know? I, I'm trying, trying not, at least. I'm trying not to get drunk on each one because that's what keeps happening because I am getting drunk <laughs> and then I stumble over my words. Um, but uh, back at the beginning of our podcast, we did a uh, Brooklyn Bar Menus uh, menu generator. Um, it is Brooklyn Bar Menus. Menus.com. It will generate a menu for you with some pretty um, awesome <laughs> dishes. Uh, si- yeah. 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 Since we have Matthew James, oh, I've seen uh, this before. yeah, uh, yeah. bartender extraordinaire in the house, we're going to have play a little game. We're going to see if he can come up with uh, cocktail pairings for some of these. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, some of these. I'll go pretentious as fuck. Super okay. excited about this. I yeah. am. All right. I'm going to need you to, hello, I'm going to need you to make like a generator uh, sound when I push the button. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to push the button right now. And we have our bar is going to be called Fair. Fair. It's going to be called The Fair. The Fair? The Fair. Yeah. With an E? No, it's F A I R. Okay. I don't like that name. Do I like this menu? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like We're going to roll with this one. We're going to roll with this one. And where is this restaurant? It's in Brooklyn. It, we're we're going to put it in Brooklyn? It's in okay. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Brooklyn. All right. All right. Okay. Very hip. So, for <laughs> so hip right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. And this is bar. It's bar fare. So small plates, you know, just little. Okay. Quick know, bites. Cool. Quick, quick bites, you know, to wash down with your $11 IPA. All right. Yeah. All right. First up, we're going to have sheltered sunflower reduction for $11. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so this is the game we <laughs> yeah. play. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could do this. How do you, how do you I, shelter... A reduction? Did you put a little house? No, the sunflowers. Oh, oh, the, sunflowers. The, the sunflowers are sheltered. sheltered. Oh, okay, then, I get it. And then, See, I, listen, I don't know these ingredients. Which this go? Right. This goes good with our ingredients. With the of the it does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. We're we're not gonna let the cat out of the bag. But Matt, can you? You don't have to. You know, we you don't have to, you got anything? No. We can uh, move on to the next give, one. Give me give me we'll a couple give you some more, more, and then, and then I'll, you, I'll come up with a list. Okay. Okay. So we have uh. Lifted anchovy crumble with free range booze. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, that. Okay, hold on. We got sardine with distressed eggplant tartare. Seventeen dollars. See the tartars that are. That's what makes me laugh so hard. That's that's the best ones. Is the 
They have crazy tartars. Oh, I've been I've been to a uh, restaurant in Nice where they had <laughs> an artichoke or it was a artichoke and avocado tartar. See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was it was actually delicious. I mean, like it was an avocado artichoke okay. uh, oh. salad, but you yeah. know, like it was delicious. Yeah. All right, we got we got ham bombs. Fuck yeah, you got ham bombs. <laughs> then we have a pepper pepper with palmed fig pancake and bluefish. That's twelve dollars, and then we have a plum with shell bean and seaweed. That's thirteen. Shell bean. A late summer kale with scraped butter surprise. That's eighteen. <laughs> lime surprise. lime puree, monkfish bruschetta, uh-huh. and ra- watercress rye toast and sea salt clam. All right, <laughs> can I get some pairings, buddy? Absolutely. So uh, that. Sardine, what, the, uh, the, the sardine with distressed eggplant tartare? No, the, the one up top the with lifted, the free-range booze. The lifted anchovy crumble okay, with yeah. free-range booze. Okay, so that that one, we're going to go with a... We're going to go with a distilled Moscato. <laughs> yeah, which we distilled in-house. Okay. With sassafras bitters, a... A turmeric uh, tincture and artisanal uh, uh, house-made tonic water. My man, how right much there? is that? How much is that? Uh, Fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars. Okay. Uh, then can we get one more okay, pairing? That the uh, ham ham bombs. Ham bombs. Ham bombs. Ham bombs. What are you gonna? I've seen you do cocktails bombs? like this before. Uh, I believe at Burning uh, yeah. Beast we did. Oh, we did some shit. <laughs> uh, now uh, the ham bombs. So this is the fairs. Uh, it sounds like they have like twenty nine taps, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So we're gonna go with uh, three taps are house made cocktails, though. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Three taps are yeah. house made. No, cocktails. absolutely. Why so twenty six, four rotating taps. Man, I I can do some. Tap cocktails, um, but this this <laughs> tap cocktail. All right, this tap cocktail. You've got some uh, house made creme de cocoa, um, some fennel, mm-hmm. and that's just in there to steep. Okay, it's not like a, a liquid or anything like that. Then a little bit of uh, cokey americano, which is a vermouth from Northwest Italy. Uses Moscato grapes. Uh, a little bit of um, some. Let's go with uh, fire. We'll, we'll call it the uh, the Spitfire bitters. Uh, we'll do a um, Thai chili pepper infused bitters with that. Fuck. A um, little bit of some. <laughs> let's see some. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, some Martinique um, un. Come on, Maddie. Martinique unpasteurized, unbleached uh, sugar. You sound like you. That's it. called Demerara, and also it's topped off with a porter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's served uh, on the rocks now, in a Collins glass. You people out there, yeah. you would that's think seventeen dollars. You would oh. think. Okay. Now the thing about this is, you would nutmeg think on top. You great, would, freshly grated nut. Grated freshly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would yeah. think that that's the hardest part about coming is coming up with a cocktail. That is not the hardest part. Matt, what is the name of that cocktail? Oh, that cocktail. Yeah. It's called um, <laughs> whatever. We, uh, oh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Staffordshire, right the Staffordshire flip, the Staffordshire flip. Oh. What about what about the first one? Um, shoot, we gotta come up with some. We'll, we'll come back name. to it. We'll come back. Oh, the first one, the first one. Oh, okay. We'll we'll call it uh, 
Quixote's Folly <laughs> at the fair. Come have a Quixote's Mo- Monty. That's that's what Quixote's Monty. No, Qui- Qui- uh, Don Quixote's oh. Monty. Okay, right. at the fair. It's fourteen dollars. Really hipster names that I, I I would never put on a menu. <laughs> okay, yeah. but the, the, that for the fair, most for the and, fair, menu. and that my friend takes us up. to ingredient of the week. Sunchokes. <laughs> this week is sunchokes. Uh, um, <laughs> if do any of you don't know what a sunchoke is, also known as the Jerusalem artichoke, mm-hmm. my people, what up, tribe? <laughs> Shout out. Um, okay, so basically, the if do, you don't know what a sunchoke is, it's basically the heart of a sunflower. Yeah. The it's underneath. It's the tube. Tubular, tubular, tubular section of right beneath the uh, uh, ground. Uh, they are delicious. They kind of look like ginger. Yeah, um, very bobbly. Yes, yes. You want to snap the tops off. You want to scrub those things. Bobbly. Give them a nice cleaning. Get all the dirt out of there. There's different layers to them. Um, and we're gonna let Miss. We're gonna let Miss Hello Echo Hawk go first with her. <laughs> I thought her. bobbly was a pizza crust. <laughs> It's bobbly. <laughs> oh, okay. Bobbly. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> um, all right, I'm just going to go nice and simple. Um, some roasted sunchoke uh, with thyme and parsley, garlic, salt, olive oil. Um, just toss all of those ingredients together, pop them in a 350-degree oven. Um, and, you know, obviously you want to clean and cube the sunchokes into um, bite-sized pieces. And cook them until they're nice, golden brown, and tender. What temperature? 350. Okay. Now, I've got a question about sunchokes. Okay. What's, I mean, like, it's a it's a nice root vegetable. This. Right? Yes. What, 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 are, what flavors, what makes that different from a turnip? Why am I using sunchokes instead of a turnip or a parsnip or... It's it's nice and nutty. potato. It's, it's, it's a little bit more um, crisper. It's crisper, okay. Yeah, it's got a good natural taste. It's you know, you, very earthy. Yeah, you can, can you use eat it, it in raw? a slaw. Yes, yeah, you can so you, eat it raw. Yeah, I was gonna say you can eat the skin. Like you can eat the skin on it too. The skin, skin is yes. delicious. Cool, um, and they're very versatile. Nice. Mm-hmm. You can cook them many, many different ways. Yeah, they could be a soup. They right. could be delicious. Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, a lot of people know what sunchokes are. I mean, I didn't learn what they were until about four years ago. Maybe it was about. About three years ago, for yeah, me. somewhere out there. I've eaten them before, but I was just uh, trying to get some, uh, some a little background. They're mm-hmm. delicious. They go with a lot of different stuff. They go with other. They they go well with leeks. They yeah. go good with spinach. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, they have a nice, good texture. Right. They're really good with apples. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to be doing a. Oh, sorry. Uh, should I let you go first? Do you have your your sunchoke cocktail ready? Oh, I'll figure it out. Okay, uh, <laughs> we got to wrap it up here pretty soon. Yeah, must have. Okay, I'm going to do a creamed sunchoke. You're going to need two tablespoons of butter. You're going to need uh, two teaspoons of chopped garlic. Um, maybe a half an onion, chopped onion. Um, you're going to need a, around a pound of artichokes or Jerusalem artichokes, also known as the sunchoke. Um, you're going to need some sticks, chicken stock. Two cups, cup of cream, some salt and pepper, some chives. You're going to want to melt that butter uh, in a nice uh, deep pan. 
Um, you can use a Dutch oven. You can use a saucepan, whatever. You want to cook off your onions and garlic until they're soft and translucent. Uh, you want to add your sunchokes. Let those saute. Get some color on them. You want to add your stock. Let those uh, cook until your sunchokes are very tender. Add your cream. Bring it back up to a boil. Season with salt and pepper. Put that shit in a blender. Blender the shit out of that. Run it through a really fine sieve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to put uh, some chives on top of it. Yeah. It's delicious. Nice. So you can serve lovely. that with a fucking steak, a pork chop, a loin, mm-hmm. chicken. I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. Don't do not do fish, though. Yeah, <laughs> don't do fish. Pretty simple. Matt James, yeah. uh, what's that cocktail we got? Sunchoke uh, cocktail. With the, the ingredient of the week? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll take the uh, sunchokes. We'll blend them up with agave nectar. So it'll be a, a, a sunchoke agave. Right. So all you have to do is cut up some sunchokes. Throw them into a blender or a Vitamix and um, uh, with some agave nectar. Blend that. But up. you can buy agave nectar. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's 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 similar to it's like, like a maple a mixture. We're talking to a lot of cooks here. We're not talking yeah. to a lot of bartenders. No, I'm just letting you know that it's in cool. between honey and uh, maple syrup. Okay. Um, then so this is going to be in a Collins glass. Um, it's going to be some Applejack, which is an apple brandy. Um, Shout it's out American uh, <laughs> apple brandy. A little bit of uh, the, the syrup. Then you're going to put some, uh, let's go with some Amontillado sherry. That's going to bring out some more of that nuttiness uh, flavor. Um, some cardamom bitters and top it off with some sparkling wine, preferably a Prosecco. And garnish with a lemon twist. Fuck yeah. yeah. You got yourselves a pretty decent meal there. You really do. That's a full. You got some roasted sunchokes. You got some uh, cream sunchokes. You got a steak. Mm-hmm. Um, New York strip. What some have you. Some kind of protein. Grilled off there. And then you got you a cocktail. Yeah. Matt James, I fucking love you. Beautiful thing. Uh-huh. Love you guys. Yeah, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah. I wanted to do this for a while. You know, I love you to death. I'm glad it was episode 10. We didn't get your experience at Chick-fil-A, but we'll go back no. to that. Yeah. <laughs> my first, my, my Chick-fil-A. I'll come on your show sometime and talk experience. about it. By the way, yeah. his show, once again, is How to Be a Better Drinker. You can find them on Facebook at How to Be a Better Drinker. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's A Better Drinker. You are correct, correct. sir. Um, we are, how long take Mr. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under that name, but we are at... Grill, how long steak miss, sir? That's right. Uh, I want to thank the Soundcast Network for hosting us. And um, I want to thank everybody for listening and continuing to support us. Uh, we really enjoy what we're doing and uh, we like all the feedback we're getting. Uh, we try pretty hard to keep things interesting and talk to you guys about things that you might be we interested do. in. But hit us up anytime. Uh, the email is going to be uh, grill, how long steak mister at Gmail. Um, and yeah, we look forward to talking to you guys soon yeah. and getting some feedback and uh, keep sending those chef rants in. Yes, and all the feedback that we've been getting on Instagram has been really great. That's, yeah. She runs our Instagram. Has it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> the internet's been nice to you? The internet. Reddit. Shout out Reddit. All listeners on Reddit. Shout out everybody. I mean, I've talked to a couple people online and uh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Until next week, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.